Welcome to the Trivia Hot Dish Podcast. Like any good hot dish, it is a mishmash of whatever we could find. Occasionally cheesy, but always satisfying. The game consists of six themed rounds with a final wager round to cap it off. My name is Tom, and on today's episode, Joe will be the host with Ken, Nate, and myself as contestants. Enjoy. Round one is our warm-up round. And this round is a hodgepodge of questions ending with our signature gimmick question, which in this season is based on the TV show Designing Women. Each question is worth a base 10 points, but there may be bonus points available. All right, here we go. Question number one. This brand of sunglasses originally was originally designed by Bausch & Lomb in conjunction with the Army Corps and was designed to resume to reduce the blue and white light for pilots while avoiding the fogging issues pilots pilots experienced uh, with their existing goggles. I'm locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Uh, Ken, you want to start us off? Blu-ray. That's not what I meant to write down, but I wrote down <laughs> Blu-ray. <Damn it. laughs> I was on the same track. I went with Ray-Ban. I went with Ray-Ban as well. I think Blue Blocker is what you were thinking of, Ken. No. Oh, you're thinking of Ray-Ban. <laughs> That's a Blu-ray. I got it. Uh, Ray-Bans is the correct answer. Now owned by Luxottica. I mean, it was still a bad questioning of the because it was blue. Once I heard that yeah. word, and that's what triggered it for me. <laughs> All answers are color-themed. Mm-hmm. Right. Question two. This scientist, who claimed to be working on a death ray at the end of his life, also once fell in love with a pigeon. I'm literally not even kidding. He claimed to love her like a man loves a woman. Like a man loves a woman. Pretty sure I actually know this just because of that clue. (laughs) I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. Uh, Nate, you want to start us off? I believe it is Nikola Tesla. I also believe it is Tesla. I put Russell Crowe. A beautiful mind, that guy. <laughs> Nikola Tesla is the correct mm. answer. I, the bird was what threw me. I thought for a second maybe it's Faraday. I know that Tesla was working on a death ray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a huge infatuation with the birds when he was older. It's a very strange thing. All right. Question number three. The Calcutta Cup, which was founded in 1879, is the oldest of the Six Nations Championships and is between England and Scotland, and is uh, given out for this sport. I'm locked in. I am locked in. Locked in. I went with rugby. I went with cricket. Cricket as well. The correct answer is rugby. Mm, I knew that because the Six Nations, at first I thought it was cricket, and I wrote down cricket as soon as she said Calcutta. But I was like, Six Nations is rugby. Because it's like the only sport that Ireland ever has a competitive chance at. Hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah. Question number four. In the movie The Lion King, John Williams' son, Joseph, provides the singing voice for adult Simba. Considering that Pride Rock is in a drought that doesn't end until Simba returns at the end of the movie, it is fitting that Williams has also performed as the lead singer for this band, although not during the time of their 1982 hit. I'm locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Ken? Toto. 
Good guess. I went with Chicago. I went with Blind Melon. No rain. Mm. All right. Well, one of you is correct. And he blesses the rain down in Africa. The answer is Toto. Did you know that, Ken? Well done, Ken. Not no, but very good guess. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a good guess. guess. 82 seemed to match up. Mm -hmm. All right. Question number five. This SNL veteran was recently cast as the primary villain in the new Wonder Wonder Woman movie, Wonder Woman 1984. I will also give you three bonus points for the character's name. Oh, what's that sound? Uh, That would be uh, (laughs) a dog chewing on his bone. (laughs) All right. I'm locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Nate, you want to start us off? I went with Seth Meyers. (laughs) Any name for the uh, villain? Nothing. Okay. I went with Tina Fey and Alexa Luther. Mm. Is that a real uh, person? I don't, Tina Fey is. <laughs> the, the villain is Alexa Luther. Is that a real villain? Alexa Luther's half sister. <laughs> All right. I'd made that I'll up. Take your word for it. Yeah, I made that up. Dennis Miller, no guess. All right. The correct answer is Kristen Wiig. Mm. And the villain is Cheetah. Mm hmm. I thought Tom was onto something there. Hmm. He was close. With Alexa Luther? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounded convincing. Yeah, no, I had nothing behind that. <laughs> All right. Question six is our gimmick question. The last episode of the series, Designing Women, is based on this novel, which was also set in the state of Georgia. Oh, I'm locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Okay. Well, I thought... Uh, I, th- I think Grapes of Wrath was out there, but I, I, that wouldn't make any sense to me. Um, so I said uh, Gone with the Wind. I'm not sure if it was a book, so I went with Gone with the Wind it was, as well. It was a book. It was a book, <laughs> yeah. Like a- <laughs> I'm going to go with a movie then. I had nothing, so I threw up To Kill a Mockingbird. Mm. All right. The correct answer is Gone with the Wind. Ooh. Well done. After the first round, Tom is in the lead with 40 points. And Ken and Nate are tied with 20. Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> round number two is a fairly new round um, called Jaybird Street, because all the little birds on Jaybird Street love to hear the robin go tweet, 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 tweet. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. In this round, I will read a tweet by a celebrity, and you will tell me who said it for 10 points each. Question number one. If you don't know what to say, just be like, that's hot. I'm locked in. Locked in. I am locked in. Ken? I'm with Kim Kardashian. I too went with Kim Kardashian. At first I was thinking Alicia Silverstone from Clueless, but I wound up going with Paris Hilton. That was another one. Uh, Paris Hilton is the correct answer. Uh Ouch. All right. Question number two. One last walk in Newt and Jacob's footsteps and home to Scotland I go. Until next time, NYC. Hashtag Central Park. None of that made any sense. I'm locked in. Home to Scotland. Fat bastard, maybe? I'm locked in. I'll lock him in. Nate, you want to start us off? I know it's a reference to Fantastic Beasts, and the only actor I could think of from that movie was Johnny Depp. Mm. I did I did think it was a Harry Potter you Potterverse, is that what they call it? Hmm. 
uh, reference. Uh, and I couldn't think of any. Oh, crap. It's probably Eddie Redmayne. But uh, I went with J.K. Rowling herself. Eddie Redmayne. No, I'm just kidding. I wrote down Liam, <laughs> Liam Gallagher. Didn't even say it, right? <laughs> All right. Well, the correct answer is J.K. Rowling. Ah, wow. I thought she was from England or the north of England. No, I don't think oh. so. I know she wrote most of Harry Potter uh, in a cafe in Edinburgh. Mm, Edinburgh? Mm-hmm. Is that why they wanted to, like, independence? Because they had that national treasure right there, and they just wanted, they said we can survive economically on J.K. Rowling's works. It's prob- probable. Mm. Okay. Question number three. Well, I guess everyone knows now. I have three legs. I hope you can still accept me for who I am, and I will never apologize for snuggling at Oprah. If you get the opportunity, I highly recommend it. You said snuggling at or snarling at? Snuggling. Mm. I, I'm locked in. I I'm like locked it. in. I'll lock in. Ken always locks in last. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want time to think unless yeah. I'm certain. Um, I'll go first. I went with uh, Tom Cruise because he jumped up and down on Oprah's show. That's all I got. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Third leg. Good reference. We know what kind of track your mind's on mm-hmm. today. I went with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. All right. Well... This is a reference to a Vanity Fair photo spread mm. in which uh, Oprah uh, was shown with uh, three hands and an actress was shown with three legs. Uh, and the actress is Reese Witherspoon. Okay. So, so no- close. Yeah, that was so close. Tom Cruise. I, she, did she and Tom Cruise were married for a little bit, right? That was his fourth <laughs> wife. Question number four. I'm going to go ahead and say... I apologize. No. <laughs> um, okay. So the first part of this tweet is technically in quote in quotes. So I'll say quote or open quote end quote just so that it, it's clear. Okay. Uh, open quote. You can burp me now, but I won't stop now. End quote. One of many Naz songs I have repurposed as a lullaby for my son. I am locked in. I'm locked in. All right, I'll lock in. Locked in. You want to start us off then, Ken? All right, Sean Carter. I went with Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> um, I don't know who... I thought Naz had a beef with, like, Jay-Z. So then I transferred it one, and I went to Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do they have a That's boy? Some good Ken logic. They do. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, this person is known for cribbing off uh, rap stars for his music. The answer is Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm. Mm. Never heard of him. (laughs) I thought Tom would get it. No, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, you wouldn't have put it in. All right. Uh, Question number five. Last tweet, I promise. Okay. Uh, The bigger the hair, the bigger the weekend. Happy hashtag Friday feeling, y'all. I'm locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Okay. Oh, Nate, you want to start us off? I went with Beyonce. I, too, went with Beyonce again. I finished up with Reba McIntyre. Ken, you were on the right track. Mm. The answer is Dolly Parton. Mm. Y'all. All right. After two rounds, uh, Tom is in the lead with 60, and Ken and Nate are still at 20. Hey, we doubled. 
No, we didn't. No, we didn't. That's <laughs> where we ended the last round. <laughs> All right. Round number three. Take me out to the ball game. In front of me, I have a list of the highest rated Pop-Tarts flavors based on Food & Wine magazine's uh, analysis. Uh, each correct guess is worth 10 points, and each contestant will get three strikes, and the round will continue until everyone is out or the list is completed. No strikes will be given until there is a round with at least one correct guess. Do we want to flip a coin, or...? I'll concede to Nate. We don't have to flip a coin. So Nate will start us off, and then Ken. I'll go with strawberry. Mm. Strawberry is a correct guess. Um, Apple. Uh, apple is incorrect. Really? Hmm. Uh, blueberry. Blueberry is a correct guess. I'm going to go with apple cinnamon. Uh, apple cinnamon is incorrect. Cherry. Mm, good guess. Cherry is a correct guess. Mm, peach. Peach is incorrect. That's what I I believe this is legit. I'll go with s'mores. S'mores mm. is a correct guess. Grape. Uh, grape is incorrect. Yeah. Grape sounds delicious. Um, chocolate. Gonna need more. <laughs> Gonna need you to be more specific. I think I'm going to not accept it. Oh. No, you didn't even give me a chance to be more specific. I mean, do you want to be more specific? <laughs> no, I got nothing more than chocolate. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with brown sugar. Oh, I'm sorry. I cannot give it to you. All right. Everybody sitting with two strikes. Hot ham and cheese. <laughs> Is that the unfrosted version? Uh, I was thinking some type of breakfast type. Um... All right. Uh, Ken, you are now out. Um, I'm going to go with French toast. French toast is incorrect. Yeah, Tom, you are now out. I'm going to try one more on that last one and go with cinnamon brown sugar. I will give you that one. Oh. What is it? Brown, brown sugar, sugar cinnamon. cinnamon. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I'm the only one still You in. are the yeah, only yeah, one. Yeah. As bad as it sounds, I'm going to say blue raspberry. Ooh. Uh, blue raspberry is incorrect. Ooh. Did we even guess raspberry? Uh, no one guessed raspberry. Um, so it goes number one, strawberry, number two, blueberry, number three, raspberry, uh, number four, brown sugar cinnamon, uh, number five, cherry, number six, strawberry milkshake, number seven, s'mores, number eight, chocolate chip, number nine, cinnamon roll, and number 10, chocolate fudge. Mm. Nothing with an apple. Mm-mm. I've Which is like, sad because those are the best ones. I've had like two small or two uh, pop tarts in my entire life. Mm. You're not missing a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, I as I'm sure it's no surprise to anyone, giving my mother, but uh, I was pretty much raised on pop tarts. Mm. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> uh, the raspberry ones were the ones that were always in our house. The right. apple cinnamon with a little butter on them just to make them even worse. Mm, oh, yeah. That sounds good. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, after three rounds, Tom is still in the lead with 70, but Nate is catching up with 50 points, and Ken Ooh. is in third place with 30. 
All right, round number four, throwing away my shot. This round has 15 questions, and each question is read, and then contestants get a chance to answer in sequential order, alternating on each question, but answers cannot repeat. Each contestant has provided two to three topics prior to recording where they feel they will dominate their opponents. However, the contestants will go last on the questions in their forte. Each question is worth 10 points, with an extra 5 points if the correct answer is guessed by the expert. So, Tom's question. So, Ken, you will go first. A linguist was hired to create the language for the movie Avatar. What is the name of the language, and uh, which shares a name with the fairy sidekick in the Legend of Zelda video games? Mm, this is embarrassing because it's my favorite movie of all time. I thought Rad was your favorite movie. No, but everyone like <laughs> has, like there's Star Wars people and then there's you're like, an Avatar. I want to be an Avatar guy. So you're really excited about like the next four Avatar Avatar I, movies that I are coming can't out. Wait, Cameron's a genius. <laughs> when they actually come out, yeah, over budget. I'm really focused on on Zelda Sidequick Fairy Nabilis. I'm gonna go with pass. <laughs> that was where I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. At least you came up with something. Uh, I have Esperanto. I have no idea. Uh, the correct answer is Navi. Because uh, mm. they're the Navi people. Mm-hmm. It just took over for Ray-Ban. Mm-hmm. No, it's still blue. <laughs> All right. Ken's first question. On November 22nd, 1963, how many people did Lee Harvey Oswald shoot? It sounds like a trick question. I'm going to go with zero. Oh, good answer. Good answer. Uh, um, I believe he shot the governor, and I believe, and some say JFK. So I'm going to go, <laughs> I mean, the Secret Service shot JFK, So, but I'm going to go with two people. I hope I don't jump the gun here, but it's the police officer, JFK, and then the governor, so I'm going to go with three. The correct answer is three. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just the police officer and the governor and Secret Service cut, shot JFK. <laughs> right. And the governor. Yeah. That's for a different podcast. Yeah. All right. Nate's first question. Hank Azaria originally auditioned for the role of Joey on Friends, but he later got the part of Phoebe, Phoebe's boyfriend, David, who eventually moves to this city, the capital of Belarus. Oh, I uh, go first. Tom goes this is first. your expert question. Goddamn friends. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that in the mic a little louder? Mm-hmm, no. I did listen to past podcasts, yeah. just for the record. <laughs> so we're up to uh, topics that Ken hates. We, we've, to had, two we've hit the on, trifecta already. On, have yeah. we? Yeah. Right. We, had, we had a Harry Potter. Oh, we had friends oh, yeah, now. We did, what was uh, the other one? No, I thought that was just oh, the Oh, the two. other one you hate is Olympics. Nah, that's true. I thought we were just at two. You might be right. Um, let's see. Oh, anything on the CW you also hate. But that's <laughs> oh, just general. We haven't gotten there. <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> saying that's yet. what he hates. Uh, the capital of Belarus. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to go with Vladivostok. Pretty sure it's not that because that's in Russia. With Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein? Yeah, that one. The correct answer is Minsk. Mm. Minsk is the correct answer. Did you know that from Friends or from... Uh, oh, definitely Friends, yeah. not, <laughs> not geography. geography, no. <laughs> I was actually really surprised that Minsk was a real place when I really? found out about it. 
<laughs> I was like, I thought they were making the shit up. But I would have thought so too. All right. Uh Tom's second question of the round. General Patton was known by this nickname, which may conjure a visceral reaction. Visceral reaction is the can you give me a definition for visceral, please? <laughs> I cannot. It's, it's, a, it's a friend's <laughs> reference, Ken. Yeah. Yeah. Think back to friends and you'll get it. I'm going to go with my first before even listening to the clue. I'll go with Old Ironside. Mm, the Constitution. I know. I'm going to go with Iron Bull. Mm, I can't remember if it has old in it or not. It's, it's Guts and Glory. Uh, mm. No, it's Old Guts and Glory. I have... Blood and guts. Oh, maybe. Mm. As, uh, so the correct close. answer. Uh, should we? Yeah, you're gonna check on that um, to make sure. Uh, yes. Okay. Guts and glory guts. Been someone else. His uh, autobiography was called "On Guts, Glory, and Winning," but I don't see anything. Okay. Referencing guts and glory okay. being his nickname. I'm sorry. It's okay. My grandpa served under Patton, so I chose that as my topic, even though I don't know that much. All I know is that uh, when the one time he met Patton or saw Patton, he was in in like a small French town, and he said, "I want that bridge blown up." And so my grandpa was a combat engineer, and his his unit put so much explosives on the bridge that they blew out every window in town. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, they want to make sure it was done properly for for the general. Well, sure. Uh-huh. Ken's next question of the round. Uh. In the, ju- in the drug-resistant bacteria uh, MRSA, M-R-S-A, what drug <laughs> is the bacteria resistant to? Penicillin. Amoxicillin. Was this another random Wikipedia poll? No. <clears throat> I think it's pan-resistant, so I think it's resistance to all antibiotics. It is specifically referencing the drug methicillin. Mm, I've never heard that word before. Me either. <laughs> we learned something new today. No, these were the last two documentaries I watched. Oh, drug-resistant MRSA and... Drug-resistant bacteria and... Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald, Oswald, okay. Mm -hmm. I kind of fell asleep through both. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Nate's next question of the round. This rapper, who later founded Mass Appeal Records, co-wrote Getting getting Jiggy With It with Will Smith. Will Smith Uh, doesn't count. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I don't think it's, yeah, I don't think it's his normal partner. I'm going to go with LL Cool J. Mass Appeal Records. I'm going to go with the original, DJ Jazzy Jeff. You just stole my answer, Ken. Mm. Um, (laughs) DJ Jazzy Jeff is a pilot now. Is he? Yeah. Interesting. I'll go with Nas. Well, the correct answer is Nas. (laughs) Huh. I will take it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Tom's third question of the round. Uh, The first time a realistic animal was generated using a version of CGI uh, was an owl in this 1986 movie directed by Jim Henson. Muppets in New York. (laughs) I'm going to go the Muppet movie. Hmm. I think, and I'm not 100% sure, but have you ever seen David, or not David Bowie, uh, <gasps> is it David oh. Bowie? Yeah, it is David Bowie. Throw yep. a baby in the air. Mm. Mm. Labyrinth. Mm. Nice. Uh, well, labyrinth is the correct answer, but it was an owl. Um, no, but what David Bowie throws in the air is a baby. Okay. okay. It's disturbing. 
All right. Very uh, disturbing. Very disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> Never saw Labyrinth. If you haven't seen Labyrinth, mm. watch Labyrinth. I didn't know that was directed by Jim yeah. Henson. That's crazy. It's the dark side of the Muppets, essentially, because they're all his yeah. characters. Yeah. His... And even Frank Oz like voiced a bunch of... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not fit for children. No. No. And it's not acceptable no. for children. That's a nightmare yeah. movie. It's actually kind of an okay for children because they don't understand how creepy and disturbing that movie is. <laughs> but like, when you're an adult and you're like, I, I watch this as a child, uh, mm. my parents. Mm-hmm. I don't think my parents actually let me watch it, though. I don't know. Mm. All right. Ken's next question of the round. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was interrogated about his connection to A.J. Hedell. Who was A.J. Hedell? The governor of New York. A.J. Hedell. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the 60s. I'm going to say he was the Summer of Sam killer. I think that was like the 80s or 70s, though. I'm going to say he's a, he's the private investigator. All right. Well, clearly Ken should have read the Wikipedia page. Or watched the paid attention to the movie. <laughs> or that. Uh, the answer is it was his alias that uh, he used uh, multiple times uh, leading up to so the assassination. So Lee Harvey Oswald would have been a correct answer. Right. All right. Nate's next question of the round. Uh, so we find out in Friends that Phoebe was a street urchin who used to mug people. But which of the other friends did Phoebe mug as a streeter or as a child? Uh, can I say an actor name or do I have to have a character name? I had the same question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think act or not not actor is not enough. Oh, okay. Um, the name on his TV guide subscription was Chandler Bong, but his name is Chandler Bing. Is who I'm going with. It was Chandler Bong, right? Miss, Miss Chandler Bong. Miss Chandler Bong. Yeah. <laughs> What's David Schwimmer's character's name? David. No, it's not. <laughs> Let me go with Joey. I got lucky there because the correct answer is Ross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Ross is, in fact, the correct. I forgot answer. about Ross. Ooh, I got lucky. Yeah, <laughs> I would have guessed Ross if I thought about. It. But I thought Matthew Perry is the most neurotic, but he's the most neurotic. But I think. Yeah, I think David the thing Schreiber's that you find most... out is that uh, so Ross uh, liked to imin- d- er, illustrate comics as a small child, and so mm-hmm. he had The Adventures of Science Boy, That's and that, that was one of the things that oh, Phoebe, Phoebe had stole. a copy of. Yes, and she had it. Yeah, and she still had it when she gave <laughs> it back to him in their thirties. <laughs> anyway. Ken, just think you could discover this whole new world. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Tom's next question of the round. Uh, General Patton was temporarily sidelined after causing controversy due to his treatment of a soldier suffering from what? Shell shock. Uh, Broken leg. Yeah, it was shell shock. He slapped him. I mean, PTSD would be the same, but shell shock was accurate for the time. Uh, Shell shock, PTSD, battle fatigue. I would have accepted any of the three. All right. Uh, Ken's next question of the round. In 2013, Lawrence Tynes, Carl Nix, and Jonathan Banks of this football team contracted MRSA at Raymond James Stadium, leading to a $20 million lawsuit, which was later settled. Uh, Texas A&M. The Buccaneers. I say the Miami, yeah, Miami Dolphins. 
The Buccaneers is um, the correct answer. Yeah, there's a Florida team. Yeah, I just going off the stadium name. How do I know that? Uh-huh. I don't know. Because uh-huh. <laughs> we were on the same page on yeah. that, but like I actually had some frame of reference. I think because I've dealt with Raymond James before, and so I've I've noticed when their name has come up as the stadium name. Mm. I didn't recognize any of the players, so I just yeah, assumed I had, it wasn't yeah. an NFL team. Yeah, bad assumption. Um. So. Lawrence Tynes was a kicker oh. for the Giants for many years. I thought I'd heard of him. And but he had just been trans. He had just signed a contract like that summer with Tampa Bay, contracted MRSA, and then like he lost. I, I don't know if he lost a foot or a toe, but he had to kicker? retire. Yeah. Hey. Wow. So he had to retire. It was a big deal. Um, and I think uh, Carl Nix also had to retire. I'm not sure about Jonathan Banks. That's but appara- Stevie Nix's husband, right? Uh, no, I do not believe so. Um, and then apparently they all got it maybe from like one of the trainers. So, wow. um, anyway, Archie Manning snuck in and <laughs> trivia is usually fun, but when it brings it all home, yeah, why, you know, why do you have to have such a depressing <laughs> <time>? <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. All right. Uh, Nate's next question of the round. Uh, this group is the only group as far as I'm aware. Uh, to work with Tupac, Notorious B.I.G., Easy e and Big Pun while all four were still alive. The singles that were produced were Thug Love, Notorious Thugs, uh, For the Love of Money, and No Mercy. I I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, Bone, Thugs, and Harmony. You nailed it, Tom. Really good <laughs> yep. job. Yep. There's a lot of thug involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. West Side Connection. Tom's got it. I'll go with NWA. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bone, Thugs, and Harmony is the correct answer. I was going to go with the, the woo, nice. but then, the then you said thug like four times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Well, I wasn't sure. I thought it, I, I mean, I know nothing about it, so I thought it might be hard. So I felt like including the titles was important. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, sorry about that, Nate. No, that was a good I one. I don't think I would have gotten it without I the titles. I never would have guessed he'd get that. <laughs> I would no, have. I was, I, was, I was certain. I was like, bring it to me. I'm yeah. not sure. Like, I'm <laughs> honestly surprised that he knew that Bone Thugs and Harmony were, was a band. You're talking yeah, about we like, I'm not sitting right that. here. <laughs> Let's keep doing that. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tom's next question of the round. This novel, winner of the 1985 Hugo Award for Best Science Fiction, is about children being trained to take command of an international fleet to fight aliens known as buggers. Ready Player One. War of the Worlds. Good guesses, good guesses. Ender's Game. Oh, isn't that the same thing? (laughs) No, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Ender's Game is correct. Uh, Ken's next question of the round. Lee Harvey Oswald was a member of what military branch? I will go with the army. I believe he was a marine. I'm running out of choices here. <laughs> Did you even watch this Wait, documentary? No, he, it's one of the, I would say army, but it's certainly army or marine. So I'm trying to think, what's the best Navy, Air Force, or Coast Guard? Maybe Coast Guard. <laughs> mm, I'll go Ice, maybe it certainly ice. wasn't Navy. It certainly wasn't the Air Force. I'll go Coast Guard. Was it ICE? <laughs> That's <laughs> well, one of our new armed uh, forces. Well, ICE uh, was only developed yeah. after 9-11, so it's definitely think, yeah. not ICE. Uh, the correct answer is the Marines. All right. Every man's a rifleman, even though Lee Harvey did not shoot anybody with his <laughs> rifle. <laughs> 
Wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, last question of the round, and this is Nate's question. In the TV show Friends, Joey is cast as Detective Machiavelli and has a robot sidekick in this uh, very short-lived series that sounds more like a side dish. FYI, one of the words is an acronym. Robot side... Robot and side dish. Um, uh, uh, what do you have for a side dish? Salads. Ken, you got this. No, I don't. No, I I know you don't have it. Yeah. Um, I have my guess ready. I'm gonna go with chop salad, mac and cheese. Dang it, Ken! (laughs) You only get the points if you know what cheese stood for. No idea. No, mac and cheese is correct. Do you know what cheese stands for? It's computerized humanoid, electronically enhanced something, something like that. Uh, yes, computerized humanoid. Electronically enhanced secret enforcer. Oh. Uh, but Ken, you are nice correct. Job, the answer is mac and cheese. You got a friend's question right. And Joey uh-huh. played Mac, I assume? He yeah. did. I, I said that. Mac, Machiavelli. Oh. Mac. Oh, Machiavelli. Mm-hmm. I didn't give you extraneous information. Uh. After four rounds, uh, Tom is in the lead with 130. Nate uh, is still in striking distance with 95. And Ken is. Not too far behind with 65. Round number five. Hey, Mr. DJ. In this round, I will play a short clip from a song, and you will get five points for naming the artist and five points for the song title. Song number one. I'm locked in. I'll lock in. Okay, I can go first. I, I don't know why. I think I think it's Blind Melon, um, and then Blister in the Sun. I thought it was No Rain, but that's sadder. I went with The Kinks, Uptown Girl. I do believe it's Blister in the Sun. That's what I went with, and I went with Blind Melon too. Even though I'm positive that's not it. Uh, well, the the song title is Blister in the Sun, uh, and the artist name is. Uh, the Violent Femmes. Uh, mm, never would have got that. Yeah. All right. Song number two. Locked in. Locked in. Uh, I am locked in. Ken? Uh, Lady Gaga, Poker Face. I went with Lady Gaga and Poker Face. Yeah, I, the only reason I went with Lady Gaga and Poker Face is because I'm pretty sure we've had Sweet Dreams by the Eurythmics before, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure that sampled heavily from that. Um, so I went with Poker Face by Lady Gaga. Uh, it is Poker Face by Lady Gaga. I'll admit that I wrote the sound round when I thought that Jeff was going to be here. Oh. So I, you know, like to throw him something. So uh, <laughs> Throw Jeff a bone. Got it. Uh, anyway, but, uh, so, Poker Face, Lady Gaga. Song number three. I'm locked in. All right, I'll lock in. Let's just point out that Tom was the last one to lock in. 
Yeah, I don't know the song name. I'm pretty sure I actually have the artist, but uh, I'm locked in. Nate, you want to start us off? I went with Runaway Train by Soul Asylum. For some reason, I think it's Collective Soul, and I put One Way Track. I was like, yeah. Ooh. I think, but I think it's Runaway Train. Yeah, it's... Soul Asylum, Runaway Train. And it is Soul Asylum, Runaway Train. Song number four. tough you got something neat already uh, these are all lady ballads it's all no they're not lady, but they're very no they're they're very manish. it's one of those i know the song not positive i know the name of it and definitely don't know the artist i have uh i, I, I put a can answer down um i'm locked in i'm locked in i think i start i can't even now. think of the title of the song that i think it is <laughs> and, and i don't even think it's that song uh <laughs> all right i'll go with it i'll lock in I put Billy Joel, which I assume Ken did as well, mm-hmm. and I put Uptown Girl. Mm. I don't think it's Uptown Girl. I went with like the first couple of words, which is yeah. not the title of the song, which is Bottle of Red, which I'm not even sure if that's what the song is. But Billy Joel the is The song what, I was yeah. thinking of yeah. that it could be. I'm pretty sure this was like the theme song to One Tree Hill or something like that. I locked in with the song name of California mm. and the band name Train. All right. California uh, was uh, the OC. The OC. There yeah. You, well, that makes way more it, sense. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good until she got lost in the alley oh, during the brutal. World Series, and then they took like a three-month hiatus. And, uh, Is that when she was on drugs and yeah. such? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Mexico. I never watched yeah. that. Either. It's really sad that we've all seen that much <laughs> OC. <laughs> it, it, it was it, a half a season. Yeah. You and you know haven't the, seen Friends. You want to know the saddest part? Mm. Is the only girl in the room mm-hmm. has not seen mm-hmm. the yeah. OC? Oh, it was you're only missing, like six episodes. You're missing out. It was like... it was. It was like the new Beverly Hills. It's like Melrose. Yeah. It was the new Melrose, Melrose 90210. It was what they, yeah. like, right our generation, it's like they pitch it to us like, this is the new mm. adult uh, mm-hmm. slash teen drama. Do you ever like, remember adult. Models, Inc.? That no. didn't last. But that no. was also You're in that worse, Ken. That was yeah. Beverly Hills, <laughs> Melrose Place, and they tried Models, Inc., and that didn't work out, and then they went to the OVC. All right. Uh, well, uh, Ken, you're wrong mm-hmm. about the first three words because... Mm-hmm. The reason why I stopped it is because the first three words are the title of the song, and it is A Long December oh, so yeah, by The Counting Crows. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it was yeah. Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, Jeff would have gotten that. Yeah, I was thinking Elton John or Billy Joel. So not one of us was even close no, on a guess. No, not even. You were closer Awful. than we were, I think. I don't think so. Kind I don't of. think that's the song I was thinking it was. Well, no, um, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, I think if I'm, I don't, I don't know. There is a song called like california it's by like phantom planet or something which might be might what be. you're thinking of there, yeah, there is a song yeah the california okay good talk all right song number five mm-hmm. first one to get it gets points mm-hmm. double point I'm locked in. I was going to take the Ken approach and just wait a little bit, but... Got it. All right, I'm good. Unless Sean wants it. Oh, no, I got it. I, I'm, I'm good, yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, I don't know. Locked in. Yeah. Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Yeah. Bon Jovi living on yeah. a prayer. That's what I got as well. All right. Uh, bon Jovi living on a prayer is correct. It took me about the same amount of time as Ken singing through. I'm like, what's the name? I'm like, <laughs> Whoa, ha- I, was, I even wrote down halfway there. there. I wrote down halfway there. So. <laughs> It's not that. Oh, it's uh, 
Living on a prayer. Yeah. We got classic. All right. Uh, Song number six. I haven't wrote down my answer. I so am locked in. So it's so hard not to sing the first words. But <laughs> you... Oh, I, I don't know the first words. I'm locked in, though. I'm locked in. Mm, I'm gonna... I don't know. Locked in. Locked in. <laughs> you have nothing written down. No, I did. I oh, wrote okay. down before the first. And then by the <laughs> end of the first clip, I, I already had an answer written down. And I was already questioning. Like, that's wrong. Okay, Nate, you want to start <laughs> us off? Yeah, I'm not positive, but I went with The World I Know. By Collective Soul. Mm. That feels good. Mm. Feels better than mine. It does I'd feel, feel good. really bad if you stole my Collective Soul after I used it before. <laughs> right. Um, I went with the Goo Goo Dolls and Iris. I too I went Goo Goo Dolls, Iris. Iris is the only song I know of theirs. But I'm just All not right. certain. Uh, well, the correct answer was mentioned. Mm. And the answer is... Frank Sinatra. The World I Know by Collective Soul. Uh, oh. Yes. Oh, when you when the other two people both have the same answer, mm-hmm. yeah. you're positive you're wrong. Yeah, like I was, I, I hit it. I was like, oh, stop the song. I got it. And then the clip ended. I was like, shit, that's not. I it. was like, <laughs> I was like that's not it. <laughs> when you mentioned Collective Soul earlier, I was like, god damn it. <laughs> well, if I feel confuse Soul Asylum and Collective Soul, I like Soul Asylum. I don't really like Collective Soul. <laughs> yeah, I get that, but I can't tell the difference between their songs. I just don't, <laughs> right. I, I know I don't remember the name. I had a Soul Asylum album. It's probably called Runaway Train. Yeah, I think <laughs> it is, yeah. I don't know if that was the name of it or I not. I don't think it was. But the first sound of that song, I went Google Dolls instantly. Yeah, yeah me yeah. too. Me too. I had to think it through. Is, is this a Warren Zevon moment? Mm-hmm. I think they sampled. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Song number seven. You know what type of music genre I really hate? is ones where you couldn't tell if it was like a sweet rock. tune from 82 or a <laughs> shitty song from 94. <laughs> you can't. That's a big group. <laughs> I know the song. I can never think of the band. I'm locked in. I am locked in as well. I'll write something down. Locked in. Uh, oh, I started off. I, I picture Jeff with his... Uh, Long, with his hair. With his uh, Chrysler Sebring convertible. Um, and his mullet with in a ponytail, <laughs> um, listening to worst. Pat Benatar singing "Hit Me with Your Best Shot." It's a great song. Yeah, I don't know if that's it. John Stamos, Jesse's girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so close. I went with "Hold On Loosely" oh. by Thirty Eight Special. Mm-hmm. If you nailed the band, that's really good. It took me a long time special. to come up with Thirty Eight Special. Uh, Let's hope it's right. Hold on loosely. By 38 Special. Never heard that I've never before. heard the song yeah. or the band. Song, yes. Band. Never no, heard I've of never heard of it. Hold on. Re- you've never heard that song? Hang on, Lucy. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. Okay. I, super, okay. O- super overplayed. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Is that in Guardians of the Galaxy, too? It might be. Mm-hmm. Could be. No, it might be a no. little too new for Guardians. All right. After five rounds, Tom is still in the lead with 155, but Nate 
is close behind with 150. And Ken has 95. Hmm. Since you've made it this far into the episode, we hope you are enjoying it. Please take the time to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also email us with feedback or like our Facebook page. Links to both of these are in the show notes. Now, back to the show. Yeah. All right. Round number six. Put your money where your mouth is. I have compiled five lists, and I will give you the list topics, and you will determine if you want to put your money where your mouth is. If you think you can guess at least 50% of the correct answers, you can get five points per correct answer, but there's a 30-point penalty if you're wrong. If you want to play it safe, you can get two points per correct answer, but no penalty. All right, and I will tell you, on they average about 10, but I will tell you exactly how many options or answers that there are. All right, list number one. There are... 11 states that only have one area code. Uh, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm locked in. So, who wants to put their money where their mouth is? I will put my money where my mouth is. I will not. I will as well. Uh, Tom, do you want to lead us off? Uh, sure. I have Wyoming, Montana, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine, Hudaho, Idaho, uh, North Dakota, Rhode Island, West Virginia, Oklahoma, and Alaska. All right. Uh, Kent. I have Rhode Island, Hawaii, New Hampshire, Delaware, Connecticut, Wyoming, Montana, South Dakota, North Dakota, Oklahoma, and Nebraska. All right. I'm going to go with Connecticut, Delaware, Rhode Island, Maryland, Wyoming, Kansas, Vermont, Maine, New Hampshire, Hawaii. Did I give you Iowa? Uh, no. Okay, I went with Iowa. Okay. All right. The correct answers are Alaska, Delaware, Hawaii, Maine, Montana, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Rhode Island, South Dakota, Vermont, and Wyoming. So I have Tom with one... Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Is that Matt? Um, I have eight. Two. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then, so Tom has eight. So he has 40 points. West Virginia must share. Uh, that's what I thought with West Virginia. I'm like, they probably don't even have their own zip or their own area code. They probably just like Pittsburgh has half of it. And then the other half is Virginia. Or they probably share with Ohio and Virginia. And Could be. Because it's West Virginia. So I'm surprised with Nebraska wasn't on there. So I have eight for Ken. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Uh, seven for Nate. Is that? Did yep. I miss? Okay. I got seven. So seven. So 35 points. All right. List number two. So these are the cities with the most seasons without a championship in the big four sports. So baseball, hockey, football, basketball. basketball. And they have to have they so, have to have a team in each. Uh, they do not have to have a team in each. But the more teams that they have, so like oh, so seasons count per team, right? So, so for example, um, so like if you had a baseball team and a football team, you would have two seasons in the same calendar. So every year that Minnesota doesn't make it, they we get four. Get, they get four. It counts as four seasons every year, right? Um, so, and for the purposes of this question, Milwaukee and Green Bay are combined, uh, and there it's are the same nine. Market cities 
on this list. Now, it's since their last championship? Since their last, or no. Uh, the longest drought. The longest drought, yes. Okay. All time. I'm locked in. Locked in. Did you, how long ago did you do it? You did it like I in bet, 30 seconds? I feel like it was like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> you just named cities with big four teams? Mm-hmm. You don't have to give up, yeah, mate, I'm locked just because Ken got it right away. Give it no, up? I'm giving up for other reasons. No. <laughs> how do I want to bet? Ken, would you like to put your money where your mouth is? No. No, we kind of, well, if you deliberated, we knew that was going to be a no. Mm. No. I'm not, not going to be putting my money where my mouth is. Hmm. All right. I just named cities with teams. Ken, why don't you start us off? Mm. Chicago, Boston, Cleveland, Detroit, Minneapolis, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. Wow. Looked like you got quite a few there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nine of them. <laughs> I, I think maybe I got two. Nate? All right. I got Cleveland, Cincinnati, uh, Minneapolis, Detroit, Chicago, Jacksonville, Houston, L.A., and Miami. I have Philadelphia, Nashville, Tampa Bay, Chicago, Kansas City, Buffalo, that's how they say it in Italia, um, Dallas, the TV show, not the city, (laughs) Cincinnati, and Jacksonville. All right. The correct answers are... Cleveland, Chicago, San Diego, Buffalo, Philadelphia, uh, Minneapolis slash Twin Cities, I would have accepted. Oh, now but, you tell me. Well, I mean, Minnesota Twins, I mean, I think it's we all in... put it. <laughs> oh, I didn't put it down. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. No. All right. Uh, Seattle, Atlanta, and Washington, D.C. Hmm. I'm very glad in so, my decision to... I debated on a couple... I debated on Atlanta and DC Philadelphia. Was, when you said D.C., I was like, oh, yeah, I should have gone with that. I, I, I should have gone with Minneapolis, but... So I have Ken with six mm-hmm. for 12 points. Mm-hmm. And you should have doubled up. Mm-mm. It's, not, it's not a double on where your mouth is. Uh, oh, it's a two and a half. Three for Nate, mm-hmm. is that correct? Yep. For six points. And Tom with three as well. Three as well. All right. List number three. I have a list of the 11 presidents who would be worth over $50 million in 2016 dollars based on their holdings uh, at the time of their death. So they're all dead. Possibly. Oh, okay. I can neither confirm nor deny that statement. Mm. We said at the time of their death. Well, if it was before now, then... Yeah, as of 16 or the time of their death. No, I mean, it's as of, as of any, 2016. anything that they had would be at yeah. the time of their death if they died. Okay. I'm locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in. I will put my money where my mouth is. I'm not sure on this, but I think I'm going to go for it. All I right. will not. I will not. Okay. All right. So, Tom, do you want to lead us off? Okay. I'm pretty sure uh, Washington was supposed to be like the most, the richest man in the world ever. Um, just based on all the land he owned, um, but maybe not. Uh, <laughs> so Washington, Jefferson, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Madison, John F. Kennedy, although I wasn't sure if his dad was dead by the time JFK died, so I don't know if he got all that money yet. Uh, Herbert Hoover, Taft, William Howard Taft, not just Howard Taft, mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan, mm-hmm. 
Calvin Coolidge, George H.W. Bush, and George W. Bush. All right. Trump, Jackson, Jefferson, Washington, Clinton, Kennedy, uh, Bush. Which one? B- both Bushes. H.W.'s next. Adams, FDR, and Teddy. Roosevelt. I don't think Adams was that wealthy. Yeah. I was just thinking He's of just early a lawyer. people. Yeah. <laughs> this could go horribly wrong. <laughs> I went with James Van Buren, George Washington, Hoover, FDR, JFK, Nixon, John Tyler, Andrew Jackson, Andrew Garfield, Carter, and LBJ. All that cartoon money. You never know. All right. So I will tell you that some people got more than half. Oh, so probably not me. Uh, the answers are Donald Trump. The he, okay, he is not worth more than $50 million. Technically, it's worth he like is. like a million bucks. Technically, he Net was worth. number one oh, on the yeah. list. Mm-hmm. I have no way to verify exactly how much he owns. Neither does anyone no else. One, no, no one, one does. Can, no one yeah. does. Anyway, but this is based on we, the list that I have. We do know he is not a billionaire because uh, the courts decided in Tim O'Brien's favor when Tim O'Brien said, Donald Trump is not a billionaire, and Donald Trump tried suing him, and Donald Trump lost. <laughs> All right. So, Donald Trump, technically number one, uh, followed by George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt. Andrew Jackson, James Madison, uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson, uh, Herbert Hoover, Bill Clinton, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and John Tyler. Oh, the Bushes, really? Not on the list. John Tyler. You know where Hoover got all of his fortunes from? I thought of him, but I didn't pick him. No, where did he get a... The vacuum cleaner. You're a liar. No, he got a... <laughs> I was going to say the damn. <laughs> he's, he's a mining en- He was a mining engineer. He had, he had stakes and a lot of... Uh, All right. So I have... Very successful mines. Tom with five correct answers. Mm-hmm. However... There were 11. There were 11. So he mm. ends up on this question with negative five. Ouch. I have seven correct answers for Ken. Is that correct? That is correct. Good job, Ken. All right. So, 14 points there. And six for Nate. 12 points for Nate. Wow. List number four. So, based on some guy on the internet. This is going to be good. <laughs> this is like the cheese.com. Uh... <laughs> it's not cheese.com. Uh, but it is uh, the most produced Shakespeare plays. Uh... Uh, and I have the top 10 hate Shakespeare. There's zero chance I could name ten Shakespeare plays. <laughs> I'm going for four right now. Four's tough. Nine, right? Uh, Top ten. Top ten. ten. Oh, that's a struggle. I'm locked in. Let's see if we can get three more that just even our plays. I'm locked in. Alright, I'll lock them with eight. You're just going off those uh, 90s wow. remakes? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, Ken, are you going to put your money where your mouth is? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will not. Uh, Nate, are you putting your money Definitely where your mouth not. is? Tom? I, I am going to put my money where my mouth is. Did you, just, did you just name like all of the kings of England? No. <laughs> no, because I only think two of them like, made it Richard on the list. Because there's like Richard II, Richard yeah. III, Henry V, VI, 6th, 7th, 8th. No, yeah. not the... the, the did he question, do the 8th, did he? He might not have done the 8th. That was but he'd, Elizabeth's dad. Yeah. But yeah, he like... 
basically yeah. did one for like every king of England. Missed it on yeah. The question could have been name ten Shakespeare plays. Yeah, and I wouldn't have put my oh, money where my mouth is. That's what the question was, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was doing. I failed. Ah, uh, Ken, you well, want to start us yeah. off? Yeah, uh, let's hear the failure. Right. Romeo and Juliet. Are you kidding me? I forgot. That's that a one. good one. <laughs> now this one, I don't know. Is it Beowulf? No. Not no. Shakespeare. Midsummer Night's Dream. Hamlet. Medea's Christmas. <laughs> Not the Christmas one. Stella's got her groove back. <laughs> it's Stella got her groove back. I don't think we can give him points on that. Mighty Ducks. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> and then I couldn't think of two more. So you just literally went with 90s movies. Mm, yeah. Not even 90s adaptations no, of Shakespeare movies. Could be. Yeah, they could they be could based. Be. Well, all the Medea films are mm-hmm. adaptations of Shakespeare. Of course. Yeah. Oh, my turn? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, I went with Hamlet. Macbeth, Othello, Romeo and Juliet, and Shakespeare in Love. Good deal with Othello and uh, yeah, Macbeth. I, yeah, I'm so pissed off I did not think of Romeo and Juliet. That is so bad. I went with Hamlet, Macbeth, Midsummer Night's Dream, Othello, The Tempest, The Merry Wives of Windsor, The Taming of the Shrew, better known as 10 Things I Hate About, I hate about you. you. Yeah, I thought about uh, it. The Merchant of Venice, Richard II, and Henry the Third. Those are good answers. I'll tell you who's a Richard the Second right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I like Ken's answers better. No, I, did. I like Tom's. Tom's were really yeah. good. All right. Number one, Midsummer Night's Dream. That's number one, huh? Number two, Romeo and Juliet. <sighs> I mean, I knew it was going to be on the list once <laughs> I heard Romeo it, but I was like, Juliet. how do I miss the yeah. Number three, Hamlet. Four, Twelfth Night. Uh, five, much ado about nothing. Oh, not looking good for me. Six, The Tempest. Seven, Macbeth. Eight, Taming of the Shrew. Nine, As You Like It. And ten, Julius Caesar. Mm. Mm, I squeaked that one. Did you put your money where your mouth is? Yes, I did. Oh. Yes, you did. All right, so 20. I got six points on a Shakespeare category. I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> me too. All right, so one, two. Can you got six points? Yeah. Three. It's pretty impressive considering you only put down three Shakespeare plays. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> All right. And the final list. Uh, I have stand-up comedians based on their earnings in 2017, the top 10. So not lifetime earnings, just their 2017 earnings. Their 2017 earnings, yes. And how many? The top 10. Top 10. And with this whole uh, Me Too movement, this is going to be tough. 2017. So not Mitch Hedberg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People love him, though. But he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. That makes it tough. Pringles. Do ventriloquists have to split the earnings between two? It's a Jerry Seinfeld from reruns of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Why are you giving away my only answer? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't... I'm locked in. I only got five, so. I'll lock in. <laughs> oh, I'm locked in. Does anyone want to put their money where their mouth is? Absolutely not. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> All right. Oh, I have the shortest list, so I can start. Uh, <laughs> I have Kevin Hart. That's the one! Ah, that's the, that's <laughs> the little God, guy I was talking about. Uh, I was like, what's the little guy's name? That's the first one that um, popped into my head. Never wrote him down. Uh, Fluffy, who is Gabriel Iglesias. Mm. 
uh, John Mulaney, Ali Wong, and Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, it wasn't impressive. No, I'm just annoyed that I didn't pick like Jeff Foxworthy or one oh, of those yeah. guys. I didn't even think didn't of a blue collar comedy tour. Jeff Foxworthy. I'm with uh, Dave Chappelle. Never heard of him. Ricky Gervais. Jerry Seinfeld. Louis C.K. Chris Rock. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Cat Williams. Hannibal Burris. Bill Maher. Trevor Noah. Kind of reached there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you had quite a good list there. This could get ugly, too. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Seth Meyers. Chris Rock. Kathy Griffin. I don't know if she's still a thing. Uh, Will Ferrell. David Spade. Tracy Morgan. Dave Chappelle. Dane Cook. And Jimmy Fallon. Mm. I crossed out Dane Cook. And can I add Kevin Hart at the end? <laughs> I crossed out Dane Cook and Roseanne. <laughs> 2017. Yeah, I know. Eh, maybe she could have. All right. And the answers are... Kevin Hart. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, well, I even said Jerry Seinfeld. You, you, you said five. I don't know. Yeah, 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 in his example. That makes no sense. You didn't even have a full list. Yeah. Yeah, I was sad. All right. Uh, Chris Rock. Louis C.K. That was a good one, Ken. Dave Chappelle. Amy Schumer. Kevin Hart. Jim Gaffigan. Terry Fader. Fator. I don't, I don't know how you say it. Uh, Jeff Dunham. And uh, I did say ventriloquist. I was like, did. why did I not write that down? I knew it. I, it was Dumb. in my head and I said it as a joke. I said two jokes that would I would have gotten points on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the last one is someone that I've actually never heard of. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, yeah. Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Yeah. Okay. So I have Ken with one, two, three, four, five correct answers for 10 points. I have no female um, comics on there. I don't believe in them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I Not have that out. Amy Schumer's actually super funny. Uh, uh, and I have Nate with three Ken correct answers. Mm-hmm. That's me. And Tom with, with one but two ghost <laughs> correct answers <laughs> that I could have yeah. easily written I, down. He, and nobody put their money where their mouth is. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely no. not. All right. So after. Six rounds going into the final round. Uh, Tom is still in the lead with 223. Nate has 215. But Ken is still within striking distance with 153. How's Ken going to handle it? How do you, if you have 153, you can't. Oh, Ken cannot hit zero. zero. What a bummer for Ken. It is. Ken, we'll we'll let you get 53 on one. Uh, 223. Yeah, it's a close. Round number seven. Show me the money. This is the final round. I will read three questions, and you can wager up to 50 points per question, and you will wager before each question. The theme of this round is waterworks. Tom said I could wager 53. Ken can wager 53 on one of his questions. To con- fair. My wage is locked in. To conform, <laughs> to conform with his OCD. You should put the easiest question on this so Ken gets it. And mm-hmm. Is stuck. I'm locked in. I have my wager locked in. All right. Question number one. In 1980, 14-year-old Brooke Shields 
sparked controversy as she appeared in TV ads for this clothing company. I am locked in. I'm locked in. I'll lock in. Uh, I went with Victoria's Secret. Damn it. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was the company or the advertisement, so I wrote down Guess and Victoria's Secrets. I crossed out Victoria's Secrets and went with Guess Jeans. That's a good answer. Mm. I went with Ralph Lauren. All right. And the correct answer is Calvin Klein. No. Mm. Uh, it yeah. was a jeans company. Uh, nothing gets between me and my Calvins, is what she mm. said. So it was very too. scandalous. That means she went commando. <laughs> All right, so Just keep get picturing it, Brooke. Mark Wahlberg. So yeah. <laughs> Brooke Waterworks makes sense. I yeah no. Oh, but I didn't get on. that. Yeah, yeah, now I get it. Gone. That makes sense. I yeah. thought it was the outrage. I actually kind of forgot about the clue. Yeah. Okay. So just to make sure. All right. Question number two. I am my wager locked in. Locked in. I'm locked in. All right. Question number two. This teen actor who made waves as Chris Chamber in the movie Stand By Me was cast as young Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. It's one of those movies I've never seen. Hmm. What? Yeah. Which one? Oh, you got to stand, stand by, by me. me. Locked in. Ken, you want to start us off? Rudy Johnson. Jerry O'Connell. Oh, good one. Ooh. That's a real person. Waterworks. River Phoenix. Oh, because well of the clue. Because <laughs> yeah. of the clue. Which you, the clue. Which you just tossed off when she tried to give us a clue to the clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, water. Uh, River Phoenix is the correct answer. <laughs> she said made waves. I was like, maybe yeah. it was really popular. That's her connection. But when you were like the clue, you were like, uh, we don't I mean, made waves isn't. Like, it's not a very good. It's not a very good connection. I've heard bad connections. She's before. had very bad connections before. <laughs> yes. In fact, we've come to expect it. <laughs> yeah, the, she made waves. She made that connection right there. That was the connection. Job, job, job done. I just added in yeah. a statement. Yeah. That has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. All right. You have your wager for. I have my wager locked, locked in. in. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm locked in. Question number three. This member of the hip-hop collective Odd Future, made headlines in 2012 when he came out of the closet. Uh, he was born with the name Christopher Bro, but changed his name after, wadding, after watching a 1960 heist film. Why would you change your name from Christopher Bro? That's a great rap name. It's a great name. Chris Bro? Cebra? One Direction, you said, is the band. <laughs> Locked in. I'm going with my first response. I'm going to be very disappointed if Nate doesn't get this, considering that his... I don't understand any of the words you said in this question. There's no chance I'm going to get this. Oh, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Nate. Waterworks. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Danny Ocean. Oh, good one. I, too, went with Danny Ocean <laughs> from Ocean's Eleven. Frank Sinatra. I think you guys might have it. I went with the movie was The French Connection. Lake Pearson. Okay. Um, so, yeah, before we read out the answer, um, let's go over the wagers. Uh, on question number one, I wagered 25 and got it wrong. I wagered 53 and got it wrong. I wagered five and got it wrong. Uh, number two, I wagered 25 and got it right. I wagered 50 and got it wrong. I wagered five and got it wrong. Number three, I wagered 25. 
I wagered 50 and got it wrong. Not necessarily. No, I got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you got like it wrong. I Christmas wagered five and got it wrong. <laughs> the correct answer is Frank Ocean. Oh, he combined it with... 2012, really? Mm-hmm. All right. So, final scores. Ken, with his desired zero points. He's, he's achieved a pinnacle mm-hmm. in his career that... <laughs> Ken, you can't have zero ever again now. Why? Because you've done it once before. I've you done have to zero a couple times. Several times. Yeah, yeah, yeah you have, yeah. All right. Uh, and the final scores, are ver- the last two scores, are very close. 200 to 198. Nate is our winner. Ooh. Wow. Yes. Conservative betting. Beginner's Wins luck out. And Not conservative betting. <laughs> well, conservative Superior no trivia play. Yeah, superior trivia play. If you want to call it that. Despite I want to no, call it that. Despite no hip-hop questions from Jill. Yeah, Dill, that is not the right toy to have out right now. <laughs> oh, dear God. She never uses squeaky toys. <laughs> it's actually Ken playing with it, but yeah. nobody can see that. Ken, put the squeaky toy away. She's living life. She's loving it. <laughs> <laughs> right in the microphone, yeah. too. Thank you for listening to the Trivia Hot Dish Podcast. The music by The Copy Cuts and by Josh Woodward. Any other music on the podcast played for commentary purposes only. Thank you to our guests and thank you for listening. We will see you next episode.